0: The, the brush out the beard brush so um are we live i am having serious wi-fi issue there we go we are live there we go so that's nine seconds in perfect um don't really have anything prepared for a cold open today uh, i had a funny text last night uh though from my wife while i was watching raw um are you ignoring me because eva marie's on raw tonight <laughs> I think I'm going to be in trouble when I get back home. Mm -hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Essential Wrestling Podcast. We are up to episode, I believe, 58. We have episode 58 already. Um, on the screen with us, as always, down the bottom part of our screen, the first ever pro wrestling pick champion, the living legend, John the Connie.
1: John, how are you today, pal? All right, good evening, Al. Doing well here in Jersey. Uh, how are things in parts unknown? Parts unknown's doing great. It's uh, you know
0: my remote island location. It has been one happy island lately. A lot of you know uh, hon- eh, eh, eh. you
2: know a lot of hornhogging.
0: A lot of uh, playing of Maxine Nightingales. Uh, get right back to where we started from. That seems to be the theme of Long Island uh, for the time being. Uh, Over on the top part of the screen with me again, as always, is Mike Davis's cousin, John Smith. John, how are you today, pal?
3: Good, man. A little bit of a sad day for me and my family. Our house of 70 years, that's been through five generations, was officially sold today. So uh, I went and cleared out the last of my tiny little belongings and threw away a bunch of my old backyard wrestling stuff because I wasn't about to lug that somewhere else. So uh, other than that, doing good. (laughs)
0: All right, <laughs> good. Glad to have you. I was over actually at in your house for the, the for uh, the pay-per-view this past Sunday. So we're going to probably uh, get to that. We're going to open the show with that. But first, um, also on the show today, uh, Kenny Omega got it, got it done against Moose at Against All Odds. Uh, we're eventually going to find out what happens to a guy who slaps Brian Cage. That's exactly what Ricky Starks did this past Friday night on Dynamite. And uh, I can't imagine... It is uh, going to be a positive outcome uh, to to that question. Gary Maheffy is back with us once again to discuss the NXT uh, UK Women's Championship match. That was, again, absolutely, uh, those two just just can go. And history was made, not something that you see every day over at NXT UK. So we're going to get to that. Uh, Ryan Joy from MinutesToBellTime.com. he's going to be with us to discuss uh, AEW as well. Uh, nothing really going on in the independent scene uh, from what we talked about earlier. I know um, NWA has the new all-women's show coming out uh, headed by Mickey James. Uh, maybe Ryan can throw a two cents in on that. But I've got a couple things coming up at the end of the month for Ring of Honor and whatnot, so we'll just cross those bridges uh, when we get there. We're going to make our picks for this week's upcoming shows. Uh, you'll see the statistics and the graphics, as always, presented by MinisterBellTime.com, and the picks, uh, as always, sponsored by ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends.
2: Play against the universe.
0: And guys, always remember, she'll like it too. Uh, we're going to main event the show with those picks. We're going to be picking Hell in a Cell. Uh, not Hell in a Cell, the Portuguese cell phone shop. Um, down. In. Uh, that was a video I was trying to get queued up. I was going to bring that back. And I was going to bring back that the one time I broke John Smith. Go back to episode 24. Uh, I had him to the point where he wasn't really breathing all that well. <laughs> I totally forgot about
3: that, and I wish that you would just save it instead of mentioning it for next week or something. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Oh, okay, yeah. I tried to get a video clip for it, but uh, it wasn't meant to be, unfortunately, this week. Uh, but we are going to curtain jerk the show uh, with a comment, as always, by James Wheeler. <laughs> what do we got going to say my screen's a little too slow are you ready? ready there we go did it go down i can it's not even coming up i'm having serious wi-fi issues no, it was up so. it, was, it, was, it was up. it's down now right we can proceed yep yes there we go okay so uh james if i don't get the oida comments today i apologize i'm having some serious wi-fi issues here uh we're gonna carry the show with nxt takeover in your house um not with an actual match, though. I had A quick roundtable. I know rumors flying everywhere. Regal at the end of the show uh, pretty much uh, paid tribute to Owen Hart. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Uh, and he walked away. So uh, rumors and innuendos. SpongeBob will throw him up there. Uh, John DeCani, I guess
1: Samoa Joe's back. We're going to get Samoa Joe tonight? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the reports are he's back in the fold. Reports are he's headed to NXT, and the earlier rumors were it was going to be in a uh, Regal-like role, and this was before Regal said anything. So, you know, maybe he was going to be, uh, we were thinking, maybe he was going to be the 1A to Regal's 1, but now it looks like Regal might be ready to walk away. So, you know, be very interested to see how that plays out tonight. Yeah, I'd rather Samoa Joe play William Regal
0: than Samoa Joe play Sid Scala here. Like, he's not a Sid Scala. He's more of, you know, the the, the head guy of uh, very true of a show. So, But yeah, we're going to the match. That will be in tonight. I believe, actually, yeah, we have a graphic for that. You know, what's up with Regal? Um, I guess we will find out. I guess the hurricane. What's up with that? I guess, right, that's where we're <laughs> there. Uh, but we are going to start at, uh, in your house. Uh, John Smith. Uh, as our senior NXT correspondent and resident carrying cross enthusiast, uh, I got the job done. Uh, I don't think there was any surprise from your end or my end. I know a lot of people bet against him, and uh, that is a no-no. Yeah,
3: I, I was very surprised to see so many people off a of cross so quick. Maybe because they thought he was getting called up because of the, you know, what we've heard rumored about, you know, the past few weeks and. You know them scouting NXT to bring guys up after the releases and whatnot, but you know, I the way I saw it, they didn't do this twice. You know, because the first time he got injured, they didn't do this twice just so he could lose the title right away again. You know, I feel like Triple H would stand on would die on a hill that would that's the hill that he would die on right now. It's like you're not taking Cross away from me right now, and I think it's a great idea because. You know, he is so dominant. He is so imposing compared to everybody else on that roster. Um, you know, they, they did the, the usual throw him through the door or whatever to get rid of him for a while. Or th- I think they threw him actually through the house. Yeah. You know, um, or the windows maybe I don't remember. You know, at that point we we were a few beers in and we were just enjoying the chaos. Me and you.
0: It was through the door, and we were kind of we were upset that Bailey wasn't on the other side of the door. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, that that, <laughs> was, that was it. Yeah, he got double teamed
0: and thrown through the door. And then it was supposed to be Bailey in there. Hey, get out of here. missed opportunity by Triple H. You could have borrowed Bailey for five seconds just to put her on the other side of the door. <laughs> like, wow, like this is my you know, what are you doing um yeah so he ended yeah. up back
3: in the ring and ends up choking out uh kyle o'reilly while kyle o'reilly's got a What is he got a heel hook or an arm bar or I, I forget i think he had one of the legs or something on somebody but he wouldn't let go hoping that that guy would tap before he passed out didn't happen fall and pray he didn't stack him up like i wanted him to but very convincing win for Karrion Cross, who is just dominant. And, you know, I think he deserves this so much.
0: Yeah. Karrion Cross is on that list. I know Ryan Joy from ministerbilletime.com and all his Facebook pages, and even um, on his daily wrestling news show, uh, he's been mentioning Roman Reigns and he's trying to figure out, solve the mystery. I don't believe he's called Scooby-Doo yet on who is going to eventually uh, beat Roman Reigns for the universal championship. And it's a great conversation. It's a great idea. You know, it really sparks some ideas and whatnot. But you can make this. You can do the same kind of thing. You can do it for Carrying Cross. You can do it for Kenny Omega. You can do it for Bobby Lashley. You can do it for Walter. You know, who the hell's gonna beat Walter? You know, it's it's funny how all the champions of pro wrestling right now are these dominant heel champions where you can't figure out who's going to beat them and how they're going to lose. Like it's, it's really an interesting time how everybody is pretty much just on the same page uh, unintentionally. I'm assuming across the board uh, in professional wrestling. Um, John DeConi, we had the women's championship uh, match as well. Ember moon has not had a women's championship match in quite some time. Uh, and she reminded us why, she was a former champion, and she was in those title matches all those years ago before her original call-up.
1: Yeah, not to say that any of her uh, tag team matches uh, were anything less than entertaining, but this one-on-one really let her shine once again, and she had one of the best matches I've ever seen her have. Uh, her and Raquel you know, beat the hell out of each other inside the ring and out. Uh, and Ember, Ember had a nice run where she had a couple of uh, uh, near falls. She hit a code red for two. Uh, she hit her clips, and it, at that point, you really kind of held your breath, like, wait a minute, are they going to do something here? And Dakota came in and uh, flipped Raquel's foot on the ropes, so that broke up. That brought Shotzi out, who wasn't out to begin with. She chased Dakota off. Uh, they would go back at each other, uh, Raquel and Ember, now with you know without their seconds at ringside, no outside interference, no tomfoolery. And Raquel would just show off her power because Ember once again went for an eclipse and Raquel just put a dead stop to it. Just powered it, powered through it. uh, Almost had a wardrobe malfunction. But, uh, you know, she just stopped Ember cold, threw her into the ropes, eventually got her up for that one arm power bomb. One, two, three uh, and hashtag and still Raquel is still your dominant women's NXT champion.
0: Yeah. And, and speaking of, and still, we'll just stick with the hashtag John the Connie. There was uh, a fun match. You know, we, we, we kind of thought it'd be Bronson and Santos, uh, kind of fun how they threw in, uh, the other four competitors. that will not put the tag titles on the line. You don't see two championships on the match, uh, on the line in the same match. Uh, they did it. And it, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That first, I believe it opened the show.
1: Yeah, it, it did. And uh, the, the commentary team immediately went to, well, uh, Legado del Fantasma. They've been together for at least a year. These guys are brothers in arms. They're going to be the cohesive unit. And MSK and Reed kind of controlled the action for the uh, beginning of this match. Uh, and then everyone got to do their high spots, got to do their flippy moves. And that led us to everyone kind of being outside in front of the announce desk. And that's when the Ozilla uh, decided to remind us that he can do that kind of stuff, too. And he pulled off a suicide dive that wiped out everyone. Uh, but oddly enough, that was kind of the end of MSK and Reed holding uh, holding court. Because by the time everyone limped back in after that big wipeout, uh, Legado del Fantasma kind of took over, and they were really on a roll. A couple of uh, near falls that had frustrated Escobar. So he was outside by the timekeeper's table. He had his hands on the United States Championship, a North American Championship, excuse me, and like he was about to turn around, take it back in the ring and use it. Just about the time he turned around, he got another uh, colossal avalanche that took him through the barricade, wiped him out. Uh, Then we had, uh, who was it, Wilde that got the double team next, and he was taken out, leaving Mendoza all by himself, to take not only the double team and transmission, and then a big old tsunami for the one, two, three, and the faces retain all three of their titles.
0: Yeah, there wasn't uh, not one title change. Like I can say the next match wasn't—it's not a recognized title, but it was the title. I think you know John Smith. I know me and you, Tom McConney. I'm sure you were with us too, but watching it, we just still you hear DiBiase's music, and I'm smiling to say I just say Ted DiBiase, and my <laughs> smile comes to my face. That music just brings me back, and it was just you know, the million dollar championship up for grabs. Uh, again, Cameron Grimes, your heart just breaks for him, John Smith.
3: Yeah, and I think it was a good move that they put the uh, the belt in that little glass case, that glass yes. suitcase. You know, made it look more prestigious. But you know, on a side note, I, I did a little research, and it's all cubic zirconia. So I'm not I'm not too pleased about that, but. And so the thing is not definitely not worth a million dollars. Maybe if it if it was auctioned to a wrestling fan, then it would be. But you know the thing's probably worth about a hundred grand, not not a not a million. But I digress.
0: Um, you pretty much just told me Santa Claus wasn't real. What the hell, dude? I know.
3: And well, it's gold plated, which makes sense. But still, like, why couldn't the whole thing be gold? Then it would be worth like probably five million dollars. Yeah. You know, L.A. night. You know, gets the job done. Cameron Grimes gets, takes a bunch of ladder spots that were pretty sick, including the one where the ladder didn't break and just landed on it and then rolled off of it. So that, that looked like it hurt a lot. Um, You know, L.A. Knight gets up there and this is, this is the big push that he needed because he came in with a lot of hype. He, you know, they, it was like they didn't really know what to do with him yet. There's no way that they had this whole Ted DiBiase thing planned for him before he even came Mm -hmm. in. You know, that, you know, I think this was all like Cameron Grimes, you, you know, just having a silent feud with Ted DiBiase by himself, just set the, the wheels in motion, and then L.A. Knight gets the benefit from it. And now he gets to carry that thing around. He's never going to defend it, I'm sure. He's just going to hold it like a trophy and then tell people to keep their hands off of it. And then eventually he'll maybe lose it to somebody down the line. But, you know, I think it's, it's his for a while, and it's going to be what they use to put him over.
0: Yeah, and he looks good with the belt too. Uh, he looks really good when he was holding it when he was when, we, when he hit the posts at the end. He looks really good with it. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to defend it. My only the only thing the only way he loses that is somehow if, if Virgil comes out of nowhere and hunts the barrier and just runs off with it. That would be the only way I think. Dude. That would be a wrench in the whole system, huh? Virgil comes back. The other match that was on the card: Zile defeated Mercedes Martinez with a spinning kick. Uh, Trouble in Paradise. Is that Trouble in Paradise that she does? Yeah. yeah. Ish. yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, post match things got crazy. Uh chairs are flying, and then uh Mei Ying. Uh there's gonna be some cu- confusion there. How many times I'm gonna call her Mei Young is just it just, we'll just start <laughs> the counter now. Uh May Ying arose and she was doing the Tongan uh haku or Ming when he does it, the Tongan death grip, right? Uh, she's bringing that back off. Shout out to Ming. Shout out to Haku, whatever you want to call him. The guy who was the most vicious person in wrestling. Uh, yeah, and T and Sha is—they uh, made their presence felt. Mercedes Martinez. Uh, she was looking at the lights off on the side of the ramp, uh, I believe. Uh, she got thrown off the the, sta- uh, the the ramp when she was approaching uh, Mia uh, May Ying. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, so that was uh, NXT in your house. Here are our NXT only standings. Yikes! Uh, John DeConi, care to explain?
1: <laughs> uh, picked all the uh, title matches wrong. I think except Raquel.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what. It, and the funny thing is, if you look at if you look at Tyler, those are the only two he got right. Were the two big <laughs> title matches that he's tied for first. Now, John Smith, I don't understand how you think there's a flaw in my
1: scoring system.
0: Uh tonight on NXT. Uh Cushido will have another cruiserweight open challenge. Uh let me get the banner off here so you can see it's right here. John the Any guesses on who uh will answer the challenge tonight?
1: Uh I don't know. Leon Ruff, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> uh, that would be fun. John Smith. Um I'm gonna say Ashanti Shanti the Adonis. You get a little okay. hit row action. Oh, you throw a hit row at him? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I uh he said the last guy was I don't want to say he was a no name, but he was I think they just pulled they plucked him off two oh five. They actually gave him a new name. Yeah. Like he was debuting a new name and I guess a new gimmick or uh, or whatever. Uh, so maybe I don't know if they're just gonna you know pl- uh, just keep feeding guys to Gashiitas so those can have a good match with them they get a good start and then maybe go from there but I like Leon Ruff. yeah we haven't seen him. Yeah,
3: certainly
0: uh, he, I, he got suspended. I forget what the, what happened to him last like he came out injured and then he, when he wasn't supposed to yeah. was he suspended was he sitting at home with Ryan Joy suspended? <laughs>
3: I don't Ryan. think he's been around since uh, since hit Row debuted yeah. I think yeah since uh, top dollar.
0: You know, hurt him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Top dollar took him out. Yes. Okay. Well, he came out. Well, he fought Pete Dunn the next week. That's what. That, that was the match. He was injured. He wasn't supposed to oh, yeah, take yeah. part in. Um, a match that actually, uh, kudos, shot out Ryan Joy from Minister Belt Time. Actually found the match, uh, shot out. Um, they announced uh, probably about an hour ago for tonight we got uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden and Carter. They're going to be going against two girls with attitudes. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, Dude. I want to call them two broads with attitude, but I don't want to get yelled at by anybody. But I, I think anybody, <laughs> it's two dudes. It's not guys, right? It's two dudes with so two broads with attitudes. will yeah. uh, It's 2021, though. I'll be as uh, somewhat correct as possible. So then they're dudes,
1: right? They could just be called dudes. Two dudes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're identifying themselves as you know two dudes with attitude, yeah, I get it. Anyway, John, John Smith, who do you got? Um, give me the dudes.
1: <laughs> John, God.
0: Just cut that
3: out right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isolate that. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, just for S's and G's, give me Casey and Caden, and this is where the uh, the crack starts between uh, Raquel and Dakota.
0: Now, see, they don't even either. See, Casey Casey Cadenzaro, they're better. I'm sorry, no, nah, 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 I'm better. I can't say. <laughs> no, I'm going with Casey and Caden. They're my favorite tag team. I spy a Jersey girl, Casey Cadenzaro. Oh, uh, and then the last match that will be uh, that we will pick uh, two chicks with attitudes, you know, BJs. Uh, that's that works. There you go. That works. Uh, last weird. match we're gonna pick, I guess, that was been boiling over, and I guess would probably maybe should have been at Takeover, but it wasn't. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. They will be finally getting their hands on Grizzled Young Veterans after a couple weeks now where they've been screwing each other out of the uh, tag team championship picture. Uh, John DeConney, you, uh, just like me, just like everybody else, just loves picking grizzled young veterans, and we love losing points on them.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, so- <laughs> are, we, are, we, are they finally going to get it done tonight?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but just for that fact, I'm going with the uh, Champa and Toothless Timmy.
3: All right, John Smith. Yeah, same here. That that promo they cut at, at the pay-per-view was awesome, too. So,
0: Yeah, he's got Thatcher throwing chairs now, too. This is fun. <laughs> so that will do it for NXT. We're going to switch uh, to Impact to uh, Against All Odds uh, from Saturday night. Uh, John DeConi, I know uh, as our senior Impact correspondent, and, and, and I'm sort of a genuine Impact fan. John Smith, we turned into a genuine Impact fan i love it it's as close to as perfect as perfect can be but the, there was always just something missing it could never quite put my finger on it and then they solved it for us tony shivani oh <laughs> well that that was completely unnecessary anyway so yeah so they went the dailies place. tony shivani did the freaking All right, john Connie. anyway kenny yeah. got it done
1: yeah yeah uh Oh my god! Now, now, all I can think of are a thousand and one ways how I want to insult Tony Schiavone. But yeah, wow. I, <laughs> I, I
0: purposely wanted you to do this match just so I could make that Schiavone. You know, the one thing you missed like an impact off is like, is Schiavone.
1: Uh, so yeah, so Kenny and Moose uh, put on quite a display. You know, Moose so very athletic. Kenny, the best bout machine. They were flying all over the place. At one point, Moose. Uh, Went to take out Kenny. Flew over a barricade. If if it had been a full house, I think he would have wound up in about the fourth row. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> these guys were just flying. Uh, but uh, conspicuous was the fact that Kenny more than once went for the one-winged angel, and it didn't quite work out. He could either you know, Moose uh, wasn't worn down enough, or he just couldn't flat out couldn't get him up on his shoulders. Uh, so they made a point of uh, showing us that early on. And then as, you know, things progress, we're about 20 minutes into this 22-minute match, and Moose goes for his lights-out spear, and in total heel tactic, Kenny pulls the referee right in front of the spear, so the referee is done. So that's just about the time when uh, the Young Bucks make their way out and proceed to lump up Moose and make him ripe for the picking, and eventually they assist uh, Kenny Omega getting him up for the one-winged angel, and they shake the referee, and kind of like drop him right in front of the, the uh, <laughs> Omega and Moose to make sure he counts the one, two, three. Uh, so Kenny retains, but that's not where the night ends. We get our, we get the lights out. We get the ICU graphic. Little. <laughs> Sammy Callahan and the Callahan, uh, <laughs> the Callahan Slugger are in the house, and he's taking people out. And he's he picks up a folding chair and he's getting it set up right on top of Kenny's neck, uh, Kenny Omega's neck, reminding us of what he did to Eddie Edwards. Don Callis loses his mind, sprints to the ringside, which he has to do by going the length of the stage and then the stairs. He couldn't just come right from the announce desk. So it took a couple extra seconds, uh, but in order to distract Sammy just long enough for Kenny to roll out to safety, Sammy gets fired on the spot by Executive Vice President Don Callis. This brings Executive Vice President, or whatever his technical title is, Scott Demore over. They bicker at each other all the way back up the tunnel, and... We don't know where everything stands right now, but apparently Sammy is a free agent. Yeah, so thats I think that's going to be one of the first things that they
0: discuss tonight on our Thursday night. John Smith, I'm with you. I keep on thinking of Impact tonight. On Thursday night uh, on Impact is what, what's with the future Sammy Callahan. Yeah, Sammy's Sammy's on the unemployment line right now, and he's supposed to have a championship match at anniversary So, uh, yeah, that kind of throws a wrench in everything. Certainly, and I guess Callis gets his way right. They're trying to avoid Sammy Callahan at all costs here, and I guess this is just the uh, is
2: this. I, I this got
0: a funny feeling though that they this is gonna happen. No, I don't think that's,
3: this, this is basically <laughs> McMahon Austin, but like an, a, an abridged version. I
0: think we're gonna get a McMahon yes. versus
3: Austin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you just compared Sammy Callahan to Stone Cold Steve Austin. How do you feel? Right <laughs> now? I know.
3: I <laughs> To with the other angle, I did not compare the people. <laughs> Thumbs up, of that. Literally, the worst in all of wrestling. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's just stay with Sammy Callahan. He opened the show uh, with Tommy Dreamer in that uh, street fight <laughs> against the Good Brothers, and it, it, it's actually it, it's fun, you know, thinking they went to Daly's place so that the Good Brothers couldn't interfere, so that Sammy couldn't interfere. But you forgot about the Bucks because the Bucks were there. But then Sammy could teleport anyway, like you know it was, it was a silly thing. All like, you gotta do is flick the lights, and you know you can teleport to Daly's place. It's that simple, right? But anyway, yeah, Street Fight.
3: Yeah, I didn't even put that together to be honest with you. I forgot that they were in two different places. Although it was mm-hmm. six in the morning by the time I got to the main event that night, <laughs> that morning. Um, so yeah, we got uh, Sammy and Tommy Dreamer versus the Good Brothers. You know the. The Good Brothers were handling Tommy pretty well. You know, Sammy Sammy took some lumps, but Tommy took, took quite a bit. And it almost looked like the Good Brothers were going to pin him at one point. Good camera work also. Sammy makes the save. Sammy ends up getting the pin on Carl Anderson, I'm, I'm pretty sure. He always takes the pin. What yeah. um, What's up with the Good Brothers? Can they ever win a match, man? Like, it's, you know, they haven't won anything unless it's, like, you know, on TV, you know?
0: Yeah, they've been on a little bit of a losing streak since they lost the titles. Yeah, maybe they can turn it around, though. I mean, this, this I, I'm sure they're putting on good shows, though. They're on in, in high-profile high matches, but, yeah, they haven't winning. Yeah, they're just not winning. winning. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but speaking of winners, Deanna Perrazzo. <laughs> she's still our knockouts champion. She got the win over Rosemary with the crotch pile driver to retain the knockouts championship. Speaking of winners... Speaking of Jersey, Fire and Flame, Tasha Steeles, they got the win as well. They're still your knockout's tag team champions uh, after a frog splash by Tasha Steeles um, on Susan. So Jersey got it done. Uh, Tenille Dashwood, she defeated Jordan Grace after Treville uh, reversed the Grace driver into the raw roll-up. Ah, the WWE is still strong in Tenille. Uh, <laughs> she got the Roll roll-up, but uh, after Caleb distracted the referee which she was uh, about to go into Jordan's uh, submission move. Jordan was about to win. So Caleb distracts the, the referee. Rachel goes to, like, you know, get Caleb. But she blames Rachel for this. Like, it's, I don't know. Jordan's losing her mind right now. She is just – she's on a losing streak. She's going nuts. Uh, tonight – again, Thursday night on impact, it's going to be Tennille Dashwood versus Rachel Ellering. Uh, John DeConi. Uh, you think Jordan's at ringside? I think she will be at ringside, but I just got a funny feeling that she's costed. This is this is happening Thursday.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would be about time cuz you know, that, like I'm getting frustrated for Jordan at this point. Like you know, she's had enough of the the bad luck to make her snap and it just keeps getting pushed off, pushed off. It, it, it's time. It's time for her to get the snappies. So, yeah, uh, cuz I
0: do She's misdirecting the anger. Rachel didn't do anything wrong, and she was getting yelled at. You know, like it was.
1: So, yeah, so uh, as far as the match goes, I, you know, I don't know if that plays out during the match or after. I would assume it plays out after. So, uh, give me Tennille winning this match, uh, maybe through Caleb or something like that, and maybe that's the spark that, you know, sets her off. John Smith, what do you got?
3: Um, you know, I'm going to go with Jordan. Maybe they'll, they'll, uh, postpone that, that heel turn for a week and it'll be, and, and Rachel will actually have to help her win this time and Rachel's then it'll, wrestling. Make, it'll hurt her ego even more. You know,
0: Rachel's wrestling. Oh, it's Tennille and Rachel.
3: Sorry. I misheard you.
0: Very good. It's okay. I probably said, um, oh, I do that. <laughs> damn. I had
3: like this whole scenario in my head. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, give me Rachel.
0: All right. Uh, W. Morrissey, he defeated Rich Swan after three massive power bombs that uh, Cass Morrissey, whatever you want to call him, you can't call him Cass anymore because Cass was a completely different person who looked completely different. Like Morrissey is just a force to be reckoned with. Uh, He's going to be tough to beat down the line. Maybe he beats Kenny Omega. How about that? Uh, John Smith, Violet by design had a pretty good night. Uh, they defended the tag titles against the K and then, uh, they got the win over Kojima. Not, oh yeah, they did get the win over Kojima. Yeah, I got that one wrong. Yeah.
3: I I did so well on this show. I thought that I got that one right, you know? (laughs) Um, so yeah, the, it was black Taurus and crazy Steve. You know, AKA the job squad at this point because they can never get a, They can never get a victory. Them or Rosemary, uh, when it counts at least. Um, yeah, them versus uh, Deaner and Rhino because they're the freebirds now. Yes. And um, yeah, Eric Young obviously gets his you know two cents in during the match and helps the guys win. And it wasn't. It wasn't that great of a match in my opinion, but I just liked seeing Black Taurus and Rhino square off. That was fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. As we were talking, maybe we were going somewhere else with uh, Deshaun last week. How did we not put that together? You know, you got two big animals on, cool. pulling a Rhino, Charlie. Because they were in the ring together. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the most incredible thing I've seen. Like, this is the best part of the night. <laughs> that was great. I love Taurus. I love Rhino, too. That was great. Um, yeah, but Diener got the win. Diener got the Diener DDT in. And good for him because you know what he's been the kind of the weak link of Violent by Design recently. Uh, so that was good for him. He got a little bit of a confidence boost. He got the win. You know, defended the titles. You know, if he would have lost those titles in the first uh, first title defense, that would have been a tough thing uh, for Dina to bounce back on. So good for Dina. Uh, then John DeConinck. We had a number one contenders five way X division match. Um. Ended in a no contest. So, in your opinion, was are you pissed or are you like okay, that was impressive? They have something planned in Impact. I trust.
1: I, in Impact, I trust. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that was exactly the thing. It was it was the juxtaposition between the ending there and the ending in the main event where the referee's taken out. And, you know, and the tomfoolery happens and whatnot. Yet in this one, this is a five-way match. So, in essence, there is no disqualification. And we got about 12 minutes of exactly what you would want out of these five lunatics. The X Division, you know, just flying all around. Uh, So, you know, a couple of cool double submissions and whatnot, too. And then we get Madman Fulton, who just decides to destroy everyone. And the referee throws it out and... The fact that you just had maybe the match of the year between the X division champion and TJP, he gets the night off because we're going to show these four guys, these five guys go at it. They're going to tear the roof off the place. And then you get no finish. Like this, this left a lot of people pretty pissed off. Maybe they've got an interesting idea. Maybe something cute is coming along, but I think at the moment this pissed a lot of people off. I, I get it, and I. I but it, when does Impact
0: do this? This is what I'm saying. You know, it's it's silly. And Impact, I trust, but like they they're doing this for a reason. There's a point behind this. This isn't Raw, where you know what uh, they're just oh, we'll just book it for next week. You know, we'll do it again next week. There's gonna be something behind this. There's there's gonna be a reason to this. And like I said, John Smith, he's on the train right now. John Smith, who, who's your next X Division champion?
3: Madman Fulton.
0: There you, you go. You. Just because of that display, that that's right. A choke slam into a power slam with a power bomb. I, I, I don't know, man. There was another five way match. I didn't see Karrion Kross do that in his five way match.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> and then he took a destroyer, an ultimate destroyer. So, yeah, there were there was a lot of a lot of wow moments in that match. Yeah, uh,
0: two quick matches uh, that we want to make you aware of. Uh, One, uh, Macklin will be making his debut on Thursday night. And I did not know Macklin was uh, Cutler from –
1: Forgotten
0: Sons. uh, I forgot their names. I forgot – ah, whatever.
1: The Forgotten Sons.
0: Oh, that's right. See what I did there? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I didn't realize that was Cutler. Stupid me. I didn't know Cutler liked to drink Jameson. He just, like I said, he's up here in my book. So he's going to make his debut. And we also have – Kojima's going to have one more quick stop before I guess he heads back to Japan – or maybe he's doing something with uh, the United States version of NJPW. But he's got Rhino. John Smith, what do you got?
3: I'm just upset that we're not going to see this amazing drawing of Kojima anymore after today. But, <laughs> um, I guess... Uh, do they send him on a high note after he put over? Yeah, I'll take Kojima. This is a coin flip,
1: though. All right, John the Connie yeah, I wonder if we even really get a finish in this match. I could see this breaking down with Violent by Design and Eddie Edwards comes down for the save and whatnot. But uh, give me Kojima. Send, send everybody home happy, I guess.
0: Yeah, I want to see another Gore. I like Rhino. All yeah. right, uh, here are our standings. After uh, the impact-only standings, after Against All Odds, I have a very marginal lead over John Smith. Gary right behind the, uh, right behind us, followed by John Connie. So this is going to be a rat race. Uh, Tyler did not get anything in on time, so he's now back to being Tyler Adele officially on the bottom of the <laughs> So, gentlemen, uh, we will bid you adieu for the time being. We are going to bring in uh, recently mentioned. What about overall standings? We will put those up. When we talk about Hell in the Cell. Whatever. I'm wearing this now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. We will see you in a little bit, and we will bring in Gary Meheffi from Northern Ireland. Gary, top of the evening to you, my body.
4: evening, sir. Hope you're doing well.
0: I'm doing pretty good. Like I said, it's been one happy island recently, so uh, we're doing well out here. <laughs> Uh, let me get that off. what I'm having graphic issues, it's, it's actually been pretty yeah. crazy. But, uh, Gary, we, we got a couple things to discuss here. First and foremost, NXT UK, uh, again, an absolute barn burner. We have a new women's champion for uh, the fourth time in history. We have our fourth champion. And uh, our forever champion, she just got the nickname. I thought it was so clever, so cute. Because you know, you don't get these dogs, and the puppies are forever homes. You know, I I thought she's a forever champ, and it just, you know, two months later, there, there she goes. But uh, incredible.
4: Yeah, I mean, absolutely outstanding match. And actually, when I was watching the show, and I realized how long was left in the show when they were going to start, I thought, okay, we are getting a long match, and they did. They got like the twenty minutes, really hard hitting, Um, lots of lots of big moves, both. Both of the, the girls, I mean the both the women they really left it in the ring. Um they, they left nothing behind them. And as we said, I, I was torn between what, what would happen and what wouldn't, but as you said, our forever champion has now become our our ex champion, and hopefully yeah. it will mean Kayleigh Ray gets a gets a call up when she moves across the water over to yourselves. But um but just another absolutely phenomenal match. Mako is amazing. Um, and the matches that she'll have coming out of this will be fantastic as well. So
0: yeah, so now now we get to re- that we get to feed everybody all over again because Kay- Kayla, was she was running out of people to fight. You know, it, it was Effie Valkyrie and that was it. Yeah, Uh you know she was. It's so it's yeah. Looking forward to seeing where this title reign goes. Hopefully, it ends with a Zion Brookside championship. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Walter started the show with an in-ring promo. Uh, It was pretty quick. It was pretty simple. It was to the point. He's still motivated. He's still driven, even after 800 days as champion. Um, Nobody even tried (laughs) to jump behind, (laughs) to interrupt him. Walter walked in, said his thing, and walked out, and no one was... uh,
4: Because That's what I was waiting on, because when he did did his speech, it was almost like Oh, he set himself up to be the forever champion. And I thought, oh, right, maybe we'll maybe they'll both keep their belts and we'll do something with the two of them. But as you say, there was no there'd been rumors of of Jordan Devlin, there have been rumors of a few people kinda challenging him, but nobody stuck their head in, nobody said anything. He just came in and went, Who's the daddy? I'm the daddy, out. Um Walter <laughs> out and just disappeared. And nobody nobody mentioned it again as the whole show went on. So I imagine over the next few weeks, you'll have people do that. You'll have some people start to kind of stick their head in. Or maybe if if we end up having a three-way with Rampage and and Coffee and and Dragon Off, maybe um, at the end of that, Walter comes out and kind of challenges the winner of it or whatever. But um, we'll maybe head that way. But
0: Yeah. I would love for Walter to pull, you know, rip it off carry and, and Just take on all three of them. I want all three. You know, give <laughs> challenge. I already beat you all at yeah. once, you know.
4: Uh,
0: yeah, speaking of Jordan Devlin, though, did you see his locker room? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that put Roman, that's that's up there with Roman's locker room on smack, and he has a very nice locker room at the yeah. DC Sports Center. Uh, Jordan was in action. He's been his first match back since Standing the Liver. Uh, he got the win over uh, the Giant Muppet, Saxon Huxley. Uh, he got the one, he got got the devil inside. But the thing was, I don't know if you noticed, like he got his ass kicked that entire match. Yeah, that was a one sided match in Saxon Huxley's favor, and it was one move and done. Like, that was an impressive outing by Saxon. I don't know. If that was on purpose, that maybe you know Jordan's still jet lagged, or he's still shaking off the loss to Santos, or I don't know.
4: I don't know. I mean, I was sh- I was really really shocked when I watched the match. It's like that they gave Saxon so much, and they've done that recently with with a few guys who they haven't done some stuff with, where they've tried to give them some stuff in matches to give them a bit of shine. I did think they gave him a little too much. I thought Devlin should have gone over a wee a, a little bit stronger. But as you say. It may be that something comes out of it. It may be that they they could go down the line of saying, "Well, he's been stateside. Has he lost his age? Now he's come back, and he doesn't yeah. have the confidence. What's going to So maybe they will go down that route. But um, say, but at least he got the win. So
0: yeah, he got the win, and I said, maybe we'll find out uh, on Thursday, Gary, because he's going to be the uh, Noam's next guest on the Supernova yeah. Sessions. <laughs> uh, that is going to be that's an All Star edition right there. This is probably going to be the best one yet. We got my two favorite guys on a talk show. I mean, it was. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, Symbiosis got the win over In Action with a running power slam followed by a diving headbutt. Look at Symbiosis ripping off the Bulldogs, guys. Look at
4: that. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. I mean, I was pleased to see. It. Obviously, it was Andy Wild back again and Dan Maloney, who I think it was involved with NXT UK. When it kicked off originally, um, has got himself in good shape and he's back, uh, obviously doing something. But they really are behind symbiosis, not against Eddie Dennis. He's better outside of the ring than he is in the ring, my yeah. opinion. But, um, he, he's a good foil for them. He's a good mouthpiece, and I do think actually that T Bone, Tyson T Bone, comes across looking like a killer when he comes out, but the tattoos and the way he he's got himself in shape too. So I'm glad to see that they've done it. And they're getting a bit of a bit of a push. Yeah.
0: Uh, Teal Man did a promo, uh, again, bringing up Roman Reigns. I don't know why I'm bringing up Roman Reigns in the U.K., but Teal Man was sitting in Roman's seat. I did not know yeah. if you noticed that during that video back. I'm like, oh, well, I don't think Teal Man's supposed to be sitting there. I don't care what table it
3: is.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I'm not even allowed to sit at the head of my table. My wife's like, no,
3: that's
1: Roman
0: seat. I'm like, come on. Uh, but apparently he's big on family. Uh yeah, so I guess going. I guess he's got. He's probably going to have uh, Ashton Smith. No, Ollie, right now. Oliver. No, he already fought. Oh, Ashton. Yeah. He's probably going to get Oliver Carter uh, at some point soon. But we got two matches to pick here, Gar. Coming up, uh, this is the match I think that you're probably most anxious for. Uh, you got Subculture in a mixed tag against Ginny and Joseph Connors. Uh, subculture get the rebound win here.
4: Yeah, I'm going for that because Jenny and, and Joseph have been involved in and costing um matches recently for subculture so i'm going to say subculture get their win back here so
0: yeah I mean, actually well how about this i like said I'm, i'll go with connor's and jenny just for the fact that uh uh actually no no it's the other way around i'm gonna go subco i'm gonna try i'm with you i want to see who this third person that's gonna enter this feud yeah. with uh yeah. team jenny here yeah so uh it was so you've been you've been kind of putting uh, money on bradwell uh, if that is Gradwell, it's not going to be Thursday because he's got he's got Wolfie uh, in his own match. They had a little bit of a run in uh, last Thursday, so they're going to get at it.
4: Yeah, and I'm actually against my better judgment. I'm going to go that Sam Gradwell is going to win. Um, I really that, do think that he's had the last six months has been make or break for him within the within the brand, and I really think that he's made it, and that they're going to give a little bit of a push and that this will be something to do with Gallus because they're obviously like, I want them, I want them. And I think yeah. that Gradwell will beat be him and then we'll go to to Mark Coffey next. So I think Gradwell's going to take it. All
0: right, Garrett. We're going to change topics just a little bit here uh, while we have you on screen. Last night on Raw, uh, the moment I've been waiting for for about four years now, or however long he's <laughs> been off TV, Eva Marie re-debuted uh on raw it was it was a happy occasion tears are down in my you know running down my face i was just excited in more ways than one <laughs> uh she had piper niven with her and you know james threw the comment at it, and i want to exactly just why did they do piper niven so dirty it almost ruined like the debut for me because they they crapped on piper so badly by not
1: naming her i
4: mean we, we even we were ta- we were talking backstage before we started and we were saying that had they even said I mean if they want to change her name fine but if they'd have said oh we recognize her she she was previously known as Piper Eleven, she's from NXT UK that brings recognition it means yeah. people watching raw go oh there's an NXT UK I didn't know that and then you bring more recognition to the brand I did I thought it was silly not referencing her at all. That the fans who know are gonna go, what? Um, but I do have to say, poor Jack stars.
0: Yeah, Jack's Jack's gonna be hard program. Yeah, somebody make it. sure Jack's okay. Yeah. if anybody <laughs> in NXT UK is watching right now, please call Jack and make sure yeah. he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just thought they just did her so yeah. dirty, and it, it, it ruined my. I'd say it, it's, I was excited, you know, even Marie, and yeah, she even didn't wrestle. Whatever, that's you know, you're falling in the trap already. She's pissing people off. <laughs> um, you know, this on purpose. But anyway, just doing paper like that, I, I couldn't I believe. They just, but they but made I mean,
4: it. the the other side of it is, I'm glad to see her get the call up. Oh no, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm loving this fact that she's on RAW, obviously, and having another face from the UK there has been as brilliant. So um more parts here hopefully she succeeds when she's there so
2: yeah
0: and it's not like you know it's like the uk is already well represented over there between nikki cross and oh yeah the raw women's champion is yeah. you know the former nxt the first ever nxt uk yeah. women's champion so it's not like you know we're not stupid anyway uh gary we have hell in the cell coming up this sunday uh any wild predictions any picks anything you want to get off your chest real quick before we got you go
4: well, I can't go against Drew. Obviously, I'm going to have to keep going with Drew. But I am going to – I'm thinking there's going to be some sort of – schmoz might be the wrong way to put it in – the, in the Alexa Bliss-Shayna Baszler match. I'm going for a no contest in it. Okay. Um, yeah. um, I think something's going to happen that will not quite be Lily causes something, but there will be something happening and we'll have some sort of DWQ or no contest in it. So I'm going to go for that.
0: All right. Sounds good, Gar. Gar, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for staying up late, as always. No and problem. And we will see you next week.
4: Yep. See you then. Have a good one.
0: All right. So we're going to bring uh, – actually, we're going to bring back in John Smith. He's not there right now. Maybe he'll pop in. He likes to pop in and surprise me. Uh doesn't look like it. I believe we bring in Ryan Joy as well for minutes the bell time as we get our AEW on. Brian, how are things going today?
2: Things think they're very good today, and I'm glad to be back off suspension. I don't know. I didn't really know about the suspension. I just had to take some time off, and I got suspended <laughs> for it. But luckily, the suspension cleared before the next episode, so I guess I'm good.
0: Yeah, and uh, in, in all sincerest apologies to Mama Joy, apparently I, I frightened your mother last Tuesday. And that's not something I was planning on doing. That's not something I wanted to
2: She's like, "How did you get suspended from that?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Mama Joy, I sincerely apologize. You know, I love your son as much as you do. It was a joke, uh, but the next time he forgets an even Marie graphic, we're gonna have
2: to talk. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a paper.
0: last Friday night, uh, were you one of the five people that actually stayed up to
1: watch
2: Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Who were, who were you asking, John? Oh, yeah, it was so, for John, John.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was there the whole the whole, the whole way to midnight. <laughs> Actually,
2: I was too. I missed SmackDown,
0: so I, I, I did something for my wedding. Uh, my wedding reception. So, uh, oh yeah, might as, might as well throw this up here now. That's right. Baby Moxley has now entered WrestleMania sixty one. She will be teaming with mm-hmm. Roe Rollins. I uh, forget what that match is, but Nora Moxley, uh, she is present and accounted for. Congratulations uh, to Renee and Wild Thing, right? That's what we call him now. <laughs> John DeConte, main a tag team match. Uh, what happens when you slap Brian Cage?
1: Nothing good. I can't, uh, imag- no. I
0: can't possibly imagine it.
1: Yeah, well, we don't know for sure because he wound up chasing Starks to the back. But, uh, you know, if, if Starks shows up in a neck breaks this week, I would not be surprised. <laughs> and then. That- that all shook out from the uh, Hangman, Page, and Preston Vance versus Brian Cage and Hobbs match, uh, which uh, which started out pretty good for the heels there. Uh, Cage and Hobbs kind of cut Vance off from Hangman, uh, lumped him up pretty good for a little while. Page eventually got the hot tag, uh, and he had his way with Hobbs. Uh, then uh, Cage, got back. Cage got back in with Page, And Hook jumped up on the apron, got the referee's uh, attention. That allowed Starks to talk in the FTW title, which uh, uh, Brian Cage looked at for half a second tossed it right back out. This set Starks off, you know, uh, on a hissy fit. He got right in Cage's face, which, as we've already explained, not a smart idea. Even less intelligent is slapping the big man the taste right out of his mouth and this led to them chasing you know, chasing each other and barking at each other all the way back up the ramp into the tunnel. Uh, so that left Hobbs all by himself, and Preston Vance had uh, a, a nice time taking care of him for a while there. He eventually would hit a ripcord cutter uh, just for good measure. Uh, hangman would also hit the buckshot lariat, although he was not the legal man, and uh, Preston 10 Vance would cover Hobbs for the win, and the Dark Order would have some happy beers afterwards.
0: Yeah, they had a nice little Dark Order celebration. Unfortunately, they didn't get to do it earlier in the night, Ryan. Uh, Luno, he tried to get that TNT championship. He had the whole Dark Order with him, including Negative One, I guess, he who's he back on TV again. I believe uh, his school grades were suffering. He missed a couple episodes, and I'm saying that seriously. I a want to report about that. Well,
2: and I also want to clarify that, e- that Negative One only had chocolate milk. He did not participate in the Happy Beers after yes. the Preston Vance win. I, only-
0: believe, I believe him and Colt Cabana had waters, if I remember. Right, okay, My
2: okay.
0: wife pointed that out. It's like, oh, it looks like, uh, you know, uh, little Brody is not the only one that's not drinking.
2: You know, this was Evil Uno's first singles championship attempt ever.
0: That's ever. Not even AEW, just ever. Just, ever.
2: Wow. Ever. So uh, he didn't get the job done. You know, it eventually came down to a game over. But, you know, Evil Uno is one of these guys that he has done so much since the start, his his signing. He's like half the size that he used to be. He's done a lot. He's put in a lot of work. He's got a bunch of singles victories on Dark and stuff. I think they're going to probably pair him off at some point with another member of the Dark Order and give Stu Grayson a, mass, a massive run. And uh, But Evil Uno he did Okay. Yeah, you know, but Miro's going to beat everybody until yeah. he doesn't.
0: You can you can put Miro on that list of dominant and heel champions that you have no idea who's actually going to beat him for that title. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Christian Cage. He's opened up the show with a win over Helico after a kill switch, and I guess some feuds just never die because Matt Hardy came in and hit Christian with the Twist of Fate. And here we go again, 20 years later. Uh, we have uh, the Hardys and Edge and Christian, or I guess it's just Christian and Matt. But I'm sure Edge and Jeff, they could probably fight on you know, WWE at some point, too. Uh, Jungle Boy interrupted Kenny Omega's in-ring promo after Kenny said, the only thing Jungle Boy was missing is guts. So Jungle Boy wanted to come out, prove him wrong, got right in his face. Uh, and then almost, uh, they, it came down to some cups, almost got him in the snare trap before the Bucks came out to the save. So Jungle Boy... He's, uh, he's getting his feet wet into this whole uh, elite uh, slash bull club business. That championship match that Jungle Boy earned at uh, Double or Nothing will be on Saturday, July 26th. No, June 26th, excuse me. End of this month, yeah. Lance Archer defeated in action in like five seconds. And, okay, so here we go. Everybody take note. When you are fighting in in action – that is exactly what you are supposed to do. You are going to walk into the ring, punch him, hit your finisher, and walk out. That done and done. None of this twenty-minute five-star matches with him in action, Kenny. Lance <laughs> Archer, job well done. Good job,
2: Jake right, Robertson. barely on, camera.
0: My Jersey girl. Uh, she a uh, Jersey had a pretty good week. She was. I think she was our only loss. Actually, Ace lost the loss. That was the contest, but. Layla, yo, know, she represented well. She gave Nyla a run for her money. I'm
2: proud. You know, when this match was announced, we all kind of thought Nyla was going to win. But when you start looking, you know, look at it a little bit deeper, Layla Hirsch had 11 wins going into this. So she hasn't been sitting on, you know, the sidelines. She's been winning matches and putting in the work and using that cross-arm breaker to good effect. But a top rope Herc and Rana is not the way to beat Nyla Rose. She will beast-bomb you through the mat, which is how it ended. For one, two, three. Yeah, gutsy effort by
0: Jersey. Wait a job. She's doing Jersey proud. Keep it up, Layla. All right, we got a couple things going on. Uh, this Friday, are we back on Friday nights again? Yes. On Friday again basketball?
2: Yes. One more Friday, next,
1: then
0: Saturday. Then the next one's Saturday, and then they're back to Wednesdays because they had that whole July, like that fighter fest and the other Road Ranger. yep. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, they did an in-ring interview with Cody Rhodes, which is interrupted by QT Marshall, QT wants a strap match on July 7th. That's the Road Ranger match. So when they go back live in front of a crowd and they start traveling, and one of the first matches we're going to see, um, if not the first, it sounds like something that would open the show. It's going to be Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall in a strap match. Uh, but before that, we are going to be getting Cody Rhodes uh, and uh, – does somebody want to do it? I don't want to see those. Brock! Anderson yeah Brock Anderson son of arm double A that'll be the last time I try to impersonate Heyman with the Brock part I'm sure everyone's done it on every podcast uh when they found out orange kid's name is Brock uh they're gonna be at QG Marshall and Aaron Solo son of son, uh, son of Han Ryan who do you got on this one
2: well I think I think Brock has to get the win here right so I think Aaron Solo is going to eat the pin and I don't know why they didn't just name him Bob or something for wrestling like Brock is obviously taken just yeah, right. <laughs> John the Yeah, yeah, I've got uh uh
1: Mini Arn uh, getting the win here. John Smith,
0: you not going anyone gonna go I'm gonna go factory on this one. I think QT's gonna pin Anderson. Uh yeah, I'll go with QT, yeah. Yeah, I don't know QT, but I want will... see. Here's going to be the test. It's almost like you know, say so when you're the son a very legendary professional wrestler, you know, like Dominic Guerrero has to do the frog splash right, Charlotte has to do the woo, whatever, right? How, like, where do you think what to watch? Brock Anderson's spine buster. That's what's going to be, uh, I guess, graded here. See if it's uh, the, 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 it's, it's transmitted, it, I guess, is the phrase.
1: It has to be thunderous.
0: Yes. Uh, Darby Allen, uh, he was challenged by Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky uh, to find a partner that was not named Sting. Uh, Darby said, screw it. He just told Sting to stay home, and he's going to fight these guys by himself. Uh, So look at the balls on Darby here, John Smith, as you run back to your chair.
1: (laughs) Look at the balls on Darby here,
3: <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, I, I got I got Darby winning this, and, you know, I think he'll get some help somewhere.
0: Like I said, it's not going to be from Sting because he told Sting to stay home, enjoy. Uh If that's anybody, does he have any other friends? I don't think so. Tony Hawk? I don't
2: think he's got any friends. I think Sting will be there. Page and Sky win the match for me. They're on a roll. They're going yeah. to the tag titles.
0: They're winning the tag very right? well. I don't like that. Uh, they're going to the tag chance. titles.
2: I don't know if they're going to win, but they're going to go there.
0: I think they, I would like to see them win it, John Connie
1: Yeah, I'm with uh, Sky and Ethan Page as well. I think uh, you know Darby just – he doesn't lose the match. Well, he loses the match by pinfall, but he puts on such an amazing effort because they beat the holy hell out of 15 minutes – and you can't believe he's still alive, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I think Paige this guy got to win this.
0: All right. I'm yeah, I'm going to go Page this guy as well. Then, you know, like I said, Sting will be there. He's not staying home. He will thwart – I love that word. I love typing that word on my notes every time somebody comes down for a save. He will thwart the evil attempts of the post-match attack. Uh, Orange Cassidy, he is going to be going up against Caesar, Bononi, Ryan Joy. He's the – Throwing some shade here, seasoner, in this graphic here, but it seemed like they had a new little faction formed with uh, little Ziggler and a couple other guys that I
1: can't remember their names.
2: So it's Ryan Nemeth, JD Drake, Peter Avalon, and what's his name? In action, right? And in action are in a faction together. They're called the Wingmen. the Wingmen, and what they do is they come out to the ring and they lose against named talent.
3: So yes. that's
2: going to happen on this show. So it's almost like the wingman is,
0: as you know, I say ripping off the job squad. These like are two job squad references in one episode. They talked about in 15, 59 episodes. They only brought them up the job squad once, brought them up twice today. So is, is this like another job squad kind of deal? Like they're making fun of themselves for losing? Yeah,
2: it's kind of like that, you know, except they're, they're, they get all their wins on the, you know, dark and elevation and stuff. But when they have to wrestle somebody that matters, they look at the lights. Gotcha.
1: John DeCone. Yeah, give me Orange Cassidy here. Even he uh, Cesar Bononi's a big dude, but so, you know somehow we get the I don't know what's his uh, uh, submission. Orange Cassidy.
2: He does the orange oh, yeah, yeah. and he All does right, the, beach that's, that's the beach break. Beach break, ah, man.
0: All right, John Smith, you want to make it unanimous? Yeah, give me Orange. All right, uh, Jim Ross is going to be sitting down with Andrade El Idolo. Sean Andrade's got a couple things on his mind that he uh, wants to say, get off his chest. Should be fun. Um, in a match last week as well, uh, Eddie Kingston, Pack, and Penta they defeated a team of the Young Bucks and uh, what's what's this Cutler's first name? That's not Jay. It's not Wes. Is it Steve?
2: Brandon. Jay. Brandon.
0: Brandon. It's too many colors in my life right now. <laughs> um, yeah, very good. I think everybody uh, nailed it. I think Travis actually was the first one to say it too. Cutler's there to eat the pin, and that's what usually that's what uh, that's what Brandon Cutler does. he uh, got the uh, spinning reverse back punch move thing uh, that Eddie Kingston likes to do. He does like this. He's like, "I have a spinny chair. I want to use it." Okay. Um, then there's a the post match attack by the Young Bucks, and uh, the Good Brothers came out and helped. Uh, So this is what we are going for uh, this week. Frankie Azarian came out to thwart the attack as well. Frankie, uh, he's inserting himself in this now that he does not have a tag team partner anymore. He's got to be doing something. So it's going to be Frankie along with Penta and Kingston, uh, former best friends, uh, against the Good Brothers and Matt Jackson, one half of the AEW World Tag Team Champions. John McConaughey, I don't believe we let off of you yet. What do you
1: got? You know. Penta and Kingston again, you know, like I, I'm kind of like, oh, are they going to win twice in a row? But I think adding Kazarian to the mix, since he is now the elite hunter, uh, I think that makes uh, Penta, Kingston, and Kazarian the team to beat here. So do you want to go with them. I like that theory. I'm going to go with that one right there. John Smith.
2: Uh, give me the ball
3: Club.
0: All right.
2: Brian Joy. I think what happens here is that Kazarian isolates Matt Jackson, and they fight to the back or into the crowd or whatever. And then he ended up with the Good Brothers versus Kingston and Penta, and the Good Brothers win. All right. I like that. Uh,
0: and then the last thing, Pinnacle did an in-ring promo. Uh, they all shot off uh, on their respective rivals. MJF declined Jericho's challenge, so they destroyed Pinnacle's limo with sledgehammers and a forklift. So that's a big nice. point. Um, and all that, whatever, uh, in a while um, – Wardlow, he accepted uh, Jake Hager's challenge to an MMA cage match. Um, Ryan. Yeah. He's going to destroy Warlow, huh?
2: Yeah, this is Wardlow week. He has a win on Dark Elevation. He has a win on uh, Dark tonight, presumably. And he is going to lose on Friday. I think you don't go into an MMA cage with Jake Hager and win. I just don't see how that's going to happen. It's not good for the brand.
0: No, it's not good for Hager. It's almost like Floyd Mayweather at WrestleMania where he was – if Hager wasn't undefeated, like, okay, maybe Mm -hmm. – Floyd Mayweather had an an undefeated boxing record on the line against Big Show. It's like there's no way in hell that they're going to make – Put an asterisk next to that zero saying he lost in a big show. They're not going to put an asterisk next to Jake Hager's MMA professional wrestling uh, record, John McConaughey.
1: Exactly. He hasn't lost in the cage yet for real. He's not going to lose in the cage when it's something less than real. (laughs) Choose your words wisely, John.
2: (laughs) I would never use the F word. (laughs) Planned.
1: (laughs) John Smith.
3: What was the match again? I'm sorry.
0: Uh, it's Hager and Wardlow in an in a MMA cage.
3: Um, yeah, give me Hager. He lost the first one against Wardlow, so he's going to get it back.
0: Uh, I'm using a different computer today, so I guess maybe I have better audio. I know my picture is clear. You can actually see the gray in my beard this week. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So that will do it for AEW. We're going to transition to WWE, the main roster. We'll do a quick one down from Raw last night. i got to get the right notes here. Where are you, Raw? There we go. As mentioned earlier, Eva Marie, after a long-awaited time, she made her Raw debut with a win. Now, this is a genius philosophy, a genius strategy by Eva Marie. She had somebody else wrestle for her, and she still got the win. So... (laughs) She's still a genius. She's still doing her thing. Uh, we were picking up right where we left off with her, and I love every second of it, and I can just feel the hate coming from the Internet, and it's just oh, it's so good. Anyway, John Smith, and actually other wrestling news. Uh, tag team match. It finally boiled over with RK-Bro in the new day.
3: Yeah, they put on uh, another really good match. I they have one a couple weeks ago, or maybe even last week. You know, this one went two segments back and forth, and then uh, Riddle misses um, an RKO on Kofi, and Kofi takes advantage for a while, but it's not enough because Randy Orton gets in there and hits his RKO on uh, on Woods. And the real story about this is afterwards, the New Day is backstage talking to, talking to MVP, and he tries to put a wedge between the two of them, you know, blaming everything on uh, Xavier Woods because he's basically been, you know, the third wheel. You could say of the New Day the whole time. Yeah. I think he plays that role well, and I but I do think he comes across as the weakest. And they're finally like mentioning it, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, MVP. Uh, he had a burn on Kofi. He's like, well, good luck on your match on Sunday. Oh, that's right. you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, so Kofi is Standing Tall by Xavier Woods. And I had to write it for now because I think there's something coming here. And I don't know if it's the end of the New Day. I don't know if the the Power Rangers are going to be the last thing that they ever wear together. That would be a fun little trivia question. Um, John DeCotty, drip stick engaged. <laughs> yep. All right, before we're trying to go, before we do this, I'm sure you have this in your notes, but I got to go back to Riddle for a second. Uh, Riddle's band. What did you think? When he, made, when he started rallying off wrestlers, and he did put Xavier Woods in the band, even though on the wrong instrument, you know, but that's just Riddle being Riddle. What did you think of the band he was trying to put together? Do you think Randy Orton plays keyboard, you know, Tickle the Ivory stuff?
1: Why not? I mean, it, I mean, how would you not want to be a part of something so star studded?
0: <laughs> uh so miz and morrison absolutely i fell off my couch i was laughing hysterically when morrison left miz on the top of the ramp during the slow motion and you see miz like yelling at him in slow motion <laughs> but dripstick was engaged miz got it going for johnny in the match
1: yes indeed yeah so that started off uh, uh the match by basically blinding jeff hardy or at least you know uh, catching him off guard, and this was a you know a two minute forty five second match, so it wasn't uh, much of a big deal. Uh, John Morrison controlled a good portion of it and eventually hit Starship Pain for the win. But once again, that's not where it ends. Uh, Cedric Alexander was out again, continued to talk crap to Matt Hardy. Kind of you know started off with you know you know I'm kind of sorry. I was almost kind of sorry for what I said to you last week. But now I'm not really kind of sorry because look at what you just did. Maybe you should just retire. And Jeff Hardy said, I'll retire if you can beat me right now. So here we go. Everybody back to to position one. We take out John Morrison. We drop in Cedric Alexander, and we get another two-minute, 45-second match. Only this one ends with a swanton bomb. And Cedric Alexander, once again, looking stupid for running off his mouth and not backing it up. And once yeah. again, Jeff dances over him afterwards, just to kind of remind him, don't disrespect your elder son.
0: <laughs> That's it. Especially a former WWE champion, a former Impact champion. I mean, he's Jeff's won it all. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks photo shoot was interrupted by Natalia and Tamina's training. I, 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 it was funny how they are like, like, what's going on? They took like two steps, and the ring was like right in front of the photo, <laughs> shoot, like the photo shoot. Somewhere else then. Like, you why just set it up there? Anyway, so that broke out into a fight. That was fun. And then the last thing we will bring up before uh, everything else kind of leaks into hell in the cell, but the last thing we'll bring up, uh, Ryan Joy, uh, what does WWE stand for?
2: Walk with Elias. <laughs> and what does it mean in his matches now? Walk with Elias. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Al. I think that you know Ted DiBiase being back on NXT. Elias went back and reviewed some of the old Money Inc. footage of how they would end their matches, walking away with the tag titles.
0: That's
2: and that's how Elias. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't keep any titles in this, but that's how he ends his matches now. He takes a walk and gives Riker the victory.
0: That's it. Honky's Tonk Man was notorious for that as well. There was a reason why he was the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Probably has about. One title offense, two title offenses, or whatever it was. It just didn't. Um, going, shifting gears to SmackDown. Uh, the days are alive that the Annoyi family, I guess you want to call them that. Jimmy was uh, Jimmy Uso uh, was an in ring promo saying that the Roman got the Usos disqualified intentionally because he's jealous wow that was pretty uh, that was out there but jimmy was promised uh he was gonna do something later that he wouldn't regret i don't recall him doing it i don't know uh it's actually jimmy requested roman to go to their locker room uh that was kind of ballsy as well jimmy's getting a little ballsy here but uh roman uh he went to uso's locker room per jimmy's request they started arguing again and jay had enough of it and bounced uh, Roman flipped the story on Jimmy saying it's his fault and he should go after him or something like that. Roman was all over the place when he was talking to Jimmy. I kind of wasn't really understanding where he was going with it but he flipped it on Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy felt bad so Jimmy had to be the one to go get Jay It's like almost like the parents were fighting and the kid just you know walked away. I, was, I don't know why I, that was in my head but let's stop fighting um anyway john smith get a rematch from last week in the women's division this time jersey got it done good job Liv. i knew she'd get bounced back
1: yeah it wasn't a very
3: long match um it felt a lot longer than it was to be honest with you it was only i think two two and a half three minutes long but um the big th- takeaway here is carmela even though she lost insisted that the uh, announcer, announcer, is still the most beautiful woman in WWE. Carmella, yeah. that's how he introduced her as well. So we'll see where, where that's going. Maybe she's just gonna lose a bunch now and and keep forcing the uh, announcer to do that. Maybe that's her angle. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, I mean, he, he'll always have to announce that because uh, yeah, me too, James. I'm with you on this one. Lives. She's working hard. Uh, she's a Jersey girl. So. Uh, that's something that you really kind of can't beat, uh, Carmella for. Like you can't beat her for looks, right? It's not like a a title or a million dollar belt or Mm -hmm. it's a crown. That's something we're going to talk about in about two minutes. Uh, John DeConi, uh, Montez Ford had a one-on-one with Gable. Gable was, uh, in the back. Uh, I guess he kind of half apologized as well for their altercation last week with Otis and whatnot, but Otis is like, oh, Otis is still pissed. But anyway, um, they had the match with Montez, and you know Gable was right. Otis is still pissed.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so uh, they, they, this was supposed to, I think, start out as a tag match, but then it wound up with, all right, we're going to go out. It's going to be Ford versus Gable, and Otis and Dawkins are banned from ringside. So we get into it. We got uh, we got Gable out-wrestling uh, Ford. You know, he's controlling the beginning of the match. And then we cut to the backstage, and we see Otis and Dawkins – beating the hell out of each other backstage. We go back to the ring, and uh, Ford starts to build a little bit of momentum, and that's when Otis forgets about Dawkins backstage, makes his way out to ringside, and just flat-out attacks Ford and just lumps him up something good. He hit that that second buckle uh, bullfrog splash that he got some serious distance on, followed up with a Vader bomb before the refs and the agents came and split them all up and eventually Dawkins would limp out and kind of throw his body on top of Ford to try and protect him, but essentially it was all over at that point, and the Alphas kind of, you know, left with a smirk on their face.
0: You're not even going to bring it up? Okay. This, there we go. Otis ripping off Papa Shango. Did anybody else catch that? He was he came in late to break up the cover, and Gable had to kick out of the uh, Montez's splash. <laughs> Papa Shango, baby. There we go. Where was Otis? You see Gable looking through. Where's Otis? Where's Otis? Where's Otis? Where's Otis? <laughs> Kick out. Oh, it's all right, though. We had a uh, tag team match. Kevin Owens and Big E, they defeated Apollo Crew to Sami Zayn after Owens hit Sami with the stunner. Uh, Apollo wasn't happy about that. Apollo pretty much, I don't know if I get the word, an imbecile, like he's something he called Sami Zayn. Uh, he wants a rematch this week. He doesn't want Sammy and his partner. He wants his commander Aziz. So here we go again. John Smith. Look how happy Biggie looks in that picture.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got I got Owens and Biggie winning this one. All right,
0: John the Connie. Uh,
1: I I think this is gonna be the first time we see Aziz technically in the ring in a match. Hey. Give me uh, give me Aziz and Apollo. Yeah, uh, Ryan Joy. Uh, shout out to Umaga. He hit Sammy uh, after the
0: match, and Sammy got upset that he called him an imbecile or whatever it was. So Aziz popped him with uh, the Nigerian nail.
2: What's the What's the Umaga shout out because of the Nigerian nail?
0: Yeah, the thumb. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thumb. Okay. Yeah, that's the uh, That's how that this match I think is going to end. Nigerian yeah. nail.
0: I, I will th- go with that think, as well.
2: Uh, I think Big E's going to take it too.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you think Alistair Black is uh, too soon? Too soon. <laughs> Black, Black, the match?
2: You know what? Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. There you I go. That's uh, and
0: then a match that I'm sure uh, BJ Pavenka, who commented earlier, I don't know if he's still watching right now, but probably the biggest match of his uh, modern life, at least of this year. Uh, Kingshike Nakamura, he defeated Baron Corbin with the Royal Roll-Up for the win. Uh, And he walked away with the crowd again. Boogs tearing it up on the air guitar and his actual guitar. Uh, They've been fighting quite a bit recently. It's actually Pierce has been keeping track for us. Two wins apiece. The best of five series is going to a game five. There's nothing more exciting in sports than game five, boys. Winner gets the crown on Friday night. Here we go. B.J. He's going to have all of his money on his benevolent king, Baron Corbin. Brian Joy as a BJ Bovenka enthusiast, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got in this one?
2: Uh no contest. Shinsuke walks away with the crown.
0: No contest, Shinsuke walks away. Okay. John McCani. Uh gimme
1: give, give me Shinsuke. I think uh, even if it does turn out uh, the other way, like Ryan said, I think Shinsuke walks off with the crown either way.
0: John Smith.
3: Yeah, I got a no contest also because, as you know, it's really
2: hard to beat the same team three times.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> someone's got to do it, so like, so like nobody does it. There you go.
2: In the same season, right? Is this all the same season? Yeah, this
0: <laughs> is <laughs> Yeah, they fought each other in the past month. So now here's the thing. So if okay, so Ryan and John. Yeah. If you're calling a no contest here, when does where when how does this get resolved?
2: I think Shinsuke's got the crown, and that's it.
3: Uh, I think I think that they might have a, a a blood feud match at at Hell in a Cell after they go no contest. Oh. Pretty so sure. so this, money this is the match that
0: they added to the, the five because there's only five matches on the card. I know Ryan, uh, he likes the five match card idea right now. So you know, I don't think they've usually done five is six.
2: I think Hell in a Cell four. last year was only five mm-hmm. matches. Was, uh, I remember
0: last year at Extreme Rules, they booked seven, but only four counted towards the <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I think Hell in a Cell last year, last November, was only five matches because they had three Hell in a Cell three matches. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, that's exactly where we're headed to right now. Uh, this is it, WWE uh, portion, uh, pay-per-view portion of the season. Hell in the cell. Uh, actually, the funny thing was John Smith. When you left the TV on, we uh, we got a little reminiscent of uh, in your house. So we threw on Canadian Stampede. John Smith never saw it. Uh, so we watched the Canadian Stampede match. The Hearts family they they were they were going nuts. Uh, he left the TV on for me to fall asleep to. I actually woke up. It's got to be Kane. So, the, I woke up to the first ever Hell in a Cell match that morning before I went to work between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker uh, way back in October of 1997. So, uh, it's been a long time. That's how many? I don't even know how think There's been 36 or 37, or maybe it's more than that. I just had to list up right now how many Hell in a Cell matches there have been. I don't remember. Uh, I've been busy, you know, defending New York. But here are our overall standings. Going into Hell in a Cell, John Smith with the lead at 256. Travis uh, right behind him at 244. I'm at 243. Ryan at 240. So there's still a little bit of a traffic jam here. Uh, But I do have to admit, whoever Jushin Liger is at prowrestlingpickham.com, he is smoking all of us. He's up to like 290 right now already. So he is going to be tough to catch. Our WWE specific polls is the second show uh, of the season. John Smith nailed it. Uh, for Perfecto at Backlash, uh, Ryan and Gary went 5-1 for 17. Tyler and Travis went 5-1 for 15. I uh, I, I would have known The Miz was going to be eaten by zombies. I would have bet against them. They, they, they need to tell you this stuff ahead of time.
1: No, no you wouldn't have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the scoring for Hell's Hell is as follows. Standard scoring five points for the WWE and Universal title matches. Three points for all other title matches, one point for non title matches. The two matches that are in the hell of the cell, they get uh, 10 points added. That was five points added. I got to double check that. It's Perfect camera. right now, 10 points. Five points added. So it's going to be 10 points total. So my bad on the graphical error. All right, hell in this cell. So back to SmackDown. Rey Mysterio updated us uh, on the medical condition of his son, Dominic. Uh, he's hurt, I guess. That was the, the answer to that question. He's hurt. Uh, and now Ray is pissed because he vowed on the day Dominic was born uh, that he would never allow something like this to happen to him. So it was actually pretty cool that Ray was actually sitting in the waiting room while Eddie and Vicky were having Dominic. You know, that was pretty cool. You know, Eddie and Ray were best friends. So I can understand why Ray would be Ray would be there. Why he would make that promise to somebody else's kid? I have no idea. But, you know, Ray was there.
2: It wasn't Vicky; it was Ray's wife.
0: Oh wow! Was it?
2: I, I, I don't well, remember no that confusion. Story. There would be no confusion about who Dominic's father is if it was Vicky Guerrero's the wife. Is that uh, John DeConi? Were you
0: watching wrestling at that point in time? I just thought it was just they just gave Ray the kid because they couldn't have kids or something <laughs> like that.
1: Yeah, I don't remember that whole ridiculous. I don't think I
0: don't think Ray's wife was involved in this.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, you just SpongeBob the hell out of the story from fifteen years ago. Oh my god, very <laughs> good, Brian. Very good. We just sort through all the BS, huh? <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Ray came out. He challenged Roman to a Hell in a Cell match. Roman acknowledged uh, both Mysterio's tried attacking Roman with kendo sticks, but it didn't work out too well for them. But Ray got his match. They announced it Saturday morning on Talking Smack. Ryan Joy, you have been doing uh, extensive research and broadcast journalism, uh, ing I guess, on uh, the question of who do you think who is going to beat Roman Reigns eventually and become Universal Champion. Out of all the research that you've done and the answers that you've been giving, has Anybody said Rey Mysterio.
2: <laughs> three people. Three, three people, people said Rey Rey, really? I, on a Family Feud style, I asked 55 people, apparently. I got 55 answers on this in the Body Slam Brigade uh, private Facebook group, and three people selected Rey Mysterio. <laughs> now, some of those people said Rey Mysterio or some other person. But, okay. you know, so it's even more than 55 guesses here. But, yeah, three people. Um now on the Daily Wrestling News Show yesterday, I said that if they want to make this compelling and they want to make us think that Rey Mysterio could have a chance here, then on Friday they need to call up Legato del Fantasma as Rey's henchman and bring over the Lucha House party, and they all beat up Roman Reigns on the stage and they injure him. And he Roman goes in to hell in a cell with a broken leg or something, and then Ray has a chance. Outside of that Roman Reigns is going to destroy Rey Mysterio. All right.
0: John McConaughey.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: unfortunately, I think uh, Roman plays uh, lawn dart with Rey Rey, just like uh, old times. John Smith.
0: Uh, both of his men have competed in Hell in the Cell before Hell in the Cell. I always get this confused, Hell in Cell or Hell in the Cell. Uh, they both competed inside the cell before. Roman is 4-1-1 one, and one all time. Rey Mysterio is also 1-1, uh, one one, or I guess not also, but Rey Mysterio. a lot of ones there, 4-1-1, one, and one, and then 1-1. One one. Uh, no, none of these guys are strangers to, uh, to the cell. Roman has been in uh, a lot more frequently. I can't remember who the no contest was. was Strowman, right, was the no contest? I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was Strowman. Anyway, who do you got on this one?
3: Uh, obviously it's gonna be Roman. Um, I, I'm just thinking that this might set the record for the for the uh, shortest Hell in a Cell match of all time. And then there we might get some. I, I think this is gonna be the main event, but I think it's gonna be a pretty short Hell in a Cell match. And then we're gonna get something big happening after the fact. I don't know what. Maybe like Jay Uso or Jimmy
0: Uso or whatever
3: getting involved. I
0: don't know. Uh, I think it would tie because Ray's been in two other. Hell in the cell. It would probably be a three-way tie for the shortest. <laughs> um, <clears> throat> Nia <throat> Jax approached Alexa Bliss on her swing at the beginning of Raw last night. said that Shayna will see her Sunday to stop messing with her career and her matches. So they fought last night as well. Alexa Bliss got the win via disqualification when Reggie interfered. Uh, but he was in a trance by Alexa. But I guess you know Reggie. We all are. We (laughs) all are. So Shayna Baszler is going up against Alexa Bliss. Lily the Doll will not be on a pole during this match or in a shark cage. But even if she was, she probably would be able to escape. John Smith. Uh, Give me our
3: girl Alexa. She's gonna. This is gonna be you know uh, a lake of reincarnation type uh, situation for Shayna. I think she's going to be gone and then come back a little bit different, a little bit changed after this.
0: Well, Reggie was the one in the trans John DeConny. Uh Do you she think Reggie's the one? You know, Reggie likes to hop around from woman to woman. He's a little bit of a player. You know, don't hate the player, hate the game.
1: That's true, yeah. He, he could come down to the ring with uh, Nia in support of Shayna and wind up leaving uh, under the spell of Alexa again. But uh, either way, I think uh, Little Miss Bliss – or whatever incarnation you want to call her right now, I think she takes this. Brian Joy, you want to make it unanimous? Because I have Alexa as well.
2: Alexa Bliss, 5-0 and this year. She's going to be 6-0. and They're going to take that undefeated away from her. Um, and no reason to give Shayna Baszler a win. She's only got two this whole year and ten on the other side of the equation. So Alexa Bliss.
0: Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, one of those wins was against Randy Orton. So when you beat a 14-time world champion, <laughs>
2: it's a impressive record. It's an impressive win. It is one of those wins. Yep. And two against uh, Asuka, by the way. One was when Asuka was champion. I mean... Uh, it
0: was a very sad episode of Ding Dong Hello on Friday. Uh, it started out with two friends you know, laughing at the expense of their opponents. Uh, it turned into bedlam. I, I, I used the word bedlam. That, that's what this turned into. It was, it was horrifying. Uh, the doorbell rang. They thought somebody had ordered food. Uh, it turned out to be Cesaro uh, who, and he trashed the set. So... Uh, you know, Bailey was just in a tizzy and then Bianca came out and then she started laughing at Bailey's misfortune. I just did not like that. I did not think that was a positive thing for our champion to do. So they're going to fight about it. But we knew this match has been booked for a while now. Uh, Bailey looking to regain, uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship. This would be, that would be her, the, her third title offense. She's going for her third title, uh, title reign as SmackDown Women's Champion, John Smith, are you going to do uh, Bianca dirty early, get the belt off her this early? Um, I think that
3: she should be dropping this belt to Bailey because Bailey's doing the best work of her career. But at the same time, she also doesn't need the belt. So I'm going with Bianca to
2: keep the belt for now. All right, Ryan. Hard to argue with John Smith on that. And plus, Bianca's not lost this year, and there's not many people that you can say that about. Just her and Alexa Bliss and Roman Reigns. So make a 10-0 for Bianca.
1: All right, John DeConte. Yeah, I think for all, all the reasons previously listed, it makes sense Bianca holds on here. Uh, does anybody else think eventually we see Sasha poke her head in and we see some yeah. kind of a three-way match heading towards
2: uh, SummerSlam? Sure.
0: Yeah, it's she's got to be coming back soon. Yeah, SummerSlam, Vegas, you can't have Sasha Banks not be on that card. You know, like that's – yeah, you got to put her on. So, yeah, I think you got to put Bailey on the card too. I think that was—I think they, you know, she did great at WrestleMania, you know, interrupting with the hosting and everything like that. But I felt like they, they did Bailey a little dirty, dirty after pretty much piggybacking the entire company during the pandemic. And you're going to leave her off Mania? I mean, I thought that was kind of. Very- and
2: don't forget, they have Money in the Bank between now and SummerSlam too, which is that can throw a whole wrench into all these champions.
0: Yep, one hundred percent. Um, On all last night, Nikki Cross defeated Charlotte Flair via count-out. Uh, Charlotte was talking bleep to Rhea and lost track of the referee's count. Charlotte's post-match attach was thwarted by Rhea Ripley, who hit Charlotte with the Riptide, and that would be the match uh, we're going into. Rhea Ripley had a match later on that night. She defeated Asuka with the Riptide. Charlotte uh, came flying out uh, to attack post-match. Postman Pierce, the Hurricane, Jamie Noble, and Devari. All a part of the pull apart crew last night between these two young ladies. Brian Joy, let's just shoot first on this one. Who do you got?
2: Well, first of all, Nikki Cross is four and one this year. Her only loss is up to Alexa Bliss. Why isn't she in this match? I thought that's what we do. She's got the winner. I think. I think she's probably going to get winner. Yeah. Well, maybe she needs to call Daniel Bryan and figure out what's going on here. <laughs> anyway, in this match. I'm going to go Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Daniel Bryan should write a book, How
0: to Weasel Your Way the Championship Matches. John Smith.
3: <laughs> this is really tough because, I mean, who, who, I feel like we're going to see a title change somewhere, but where's it going to be? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Charlotte on this one.
0: John the there were seven championship matches on the pay-per-views last weekend with seven title defenses.
1: Exactly, yeah. So I was trying to figure out where there would be a flip-flop here, and I almost went with the WWE title again, which I've been striking out on. And then I think between the way the show ended and the way Charlotte got her nose bloodied up, it swayed me to say that this is going to be the one, and give me Charlotte taking that title off for
0: See, I thought I was going to be going out on a limb here and going to be on an island like little I mean I know I'm on an island now but I was I, I thought I was going to be the only one picking Charlotte and I'm like ah, I got Charlotte as well. Screw it. It, it. I think that she was supposed to have it at Mania, right? Then that that whole mess up or whatever. I think she was supposed to have it at this time. And then I don't know what I guess then, then she fights Nikki at money in the bank and maybe Rhea wins money in the bank to get her shot back or something. I, there's there's um I think Rhea needs to do a little, a little bit more chasing then defending, so I'm gonna. Go I want actually. to see
2: Nikki
3: win the
0: Money in the Bank. That makes, That'd sense. That makes yeah. sense. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> I was gonna try to make a Dana Brooke joke, but I couldn't think of a John She grabbed the wrong <laughs> <paint> case
1: <laughs> <crack> the wrong <laughs>
0: case last year. <laughs> um, Drew McIntyre and the War Raiders they defeated Lashley, AJ Styles, and Omas last night. After McIntyre, uh, kind of out of nowhere, got lashley with the claymore first things first does anybody want to talk about this match i thought that match was a lot of fun last night it started with drew and aj ended up in a bleep show so they made it a three on three uh i just thought that match was so much fun omas was really coming into his own yeah on the connie anything you want to say
1: oh, just that i completely agree with you yeah that you know when they they went to commercial uh, during the drew and aj match and i was like what kind of crap are they going to come up with and they come back Bobby's not even there because he was just in his three-piece suit and I'm like it's just going to be a disaster and then by the end of it I was like well this was a lot of fun I very much appreciated it uh, right up to the point where uh, (laughs) uh, Lashley got tagged in and ate a Claymore.
0: (laughs) I know that was actually kind of funny how Lashley like legitimately had to run back take us they they actually I feel like it wouldn't have like made sense. Like if they came back from a commercial and he was on the apron, like in his wrestling gear, like what the hell just happened? Like yeah. I actually like the fact that they showed him running out. Oh, Lashley had to go get changed. I was like, oh, that's anyway. So that makes uh, that sets up for this. Um, Brian Joy. I'm what I'm thinking here. You know. Bobby has been in the back recently with MVP, and even on you know in the ring on you know on screen or whatever. Every time he's on screen, uh, he's got all his women around him. He's got the fanfare. He's got MVP blowing smoke up his ass. Is Bobby getting a little? Is he, you think he's going to get comfortable here now? Actually, specifically now after he just ate a claim where Monday. So you think maybe that's a wake up call, or it just seems like he's being. Everything's like, like a party to him now. Do you think he's focused on this?
2: I think he is. I do. I, I see exactly what you're saying, but I think he is focused. I think he's going to win the match, too. I think Drew McIntyre is going to be on Raw for a few weeks not knowing what he's going to do. I can't challenge for the WWE Championship anymore. What do I do? Oh, I can go win Money in the Bank. That's what I can do. And so I think Bobby Lashley, he's going he's gonna to take the match.
0: All right, John Smith, I don't know why I'm throwing all the records at you. Uh, This will be Lashley's first ever Hell in a Cell match. McIntyre is 2-2 and all time. I believe he had the the win last year. Who did he fight in the Cell last year? Was it Ziggler? Randy Orton. Randy
1: Randy Orton.
2: Who won, right? Oh, yeah. Randy
1: Randy won, then Drew won the ambulance match.
2: Oh, the ambulance match. With help from Rick and Sean. (laughs) Yep. Who do you got on this one, Justin? Um
3: Yeah, I got Bobby retaining, and uh, I, I'm hoping maybe we see a new member of the Hurt Business or members if it's uh, Dawkins and if it's the Street Profits. I'd love to see that kind of be be a nice little swerve, have the Street Profits join them. But either way, it's Bobby Lashley.
1: John the DeConney. Yeah, I, w- I was going to... Take the hit one more time and go with Drew here, uh, right up until he hit a Claymore and got a clean finish on the champ on the go home show. So, give me Lashley retaining.
0: So, pretty much, are we flat, uh, Lashley, Flair, Belair, Bliss, Reigns? Are we all on the same page? Like, is this, is this like the worst, like, debated conversation ever? (laughs) Wait, did we all just pick the same picks? I think we all just made the same picks.
2: I think this is a special episode of Dynamite instead of. uh
0: <laughs> this is More called. More. Tyler. Tyler's going to call. He's Tyler will probably pick right.
2: Tyler. Tyler makes weird picks.
0: Yeah, Tyler. Tyler does a little. He's he's fun with his picks. Yeah, yeah quite quite the imagination that one.
2: <laughs>
0: righty so I guess we'll find out. there's going to be no uh, no change in the standings going forward. John Smith, you can keep that belt on your shoulder for another week. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, Travis. Well, not if, not if Gary or Tyler
0: or Travis,
3: Travis
2: jump ahead.
0: Travis. Okay, tra- Travis is right behind you, right? Okay, so uh, we'll get the closing stuff here. We'll, we'll wrap up and get out of here for you guys to go watch NXT. And I, I got to go – I got a hockey game I got to go watch. Uh, the Primetime Rundown, powered by StreamYard with Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca. Uh They switched it up. They are now going to be airing at 7 p.m. on Monday nights as they take you through the world of sports right here on all of the Eastern Observer platforms. For more information, please go to theeasternobserver.com. Again, this graphic is incorrect. I did not get the new one yet from uh, Joe McMahon, producer Joe. Uh, They are now on Monday nights. They were on last night at 7 p.m., so make sure uh, go to all of the streaming services, all of our platforms to watch last night's replay, and then make sure you tune in next Monday night. For the new episode of uh, the primetime rundown, tune in to the Daily Wrestling Morning News Show. The Daily Wrestling News Show, that's the one that's the wrong graphic. I apologize, Ryan. Uh, Every Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m., get your morning cup of joy with Ryan and his band of merry co hosts. Also, right here on all of the Eastern Observer platforms. Now we'll go to the Bite Sand Brigade because they have over uh, 4,200 subscribers that you get this column every friday afternoon make sure you go to minutes to belltime.com to subscribe the body slam brigade by ryan for you for free the black cats nyc their new album free cake they dropped last friday no that isn't correct They dropped in november i want to keep using that joke anyway uh make sure you go to all of these music platforms Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, anywhere you get your music, you can get the Black Cats NYC and their new album, Free Cake. They are the official music provider for the Eastern Observer and the Blackjack Media Networks. As always, the Essential Wrestling Podcast is sponsored by ProWrestlingPick'em.com, the internet leader in sports entertainment pick'em pools. Join us in the Essential Wrestling Podcast pool, uh, the public pool to play against us, or you can create a private pool with just you your friends. ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And guys, of course, she will like it too. Make sure you join us back here next week for episode 59 of the Essential Wrestling Podcast, airing live. We'll be live next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, right where you're watching us right now, you will be able to watch us next week as well. There it is, King Kong. But there you go, John the Connie, Anything before we get out of here?
1: I think we've uh, we've covered it all. Soup to nuts, as always. Soup to nuts. What does that even mean? I don't I never got that phrase. All the food
2: items from soup. Yeah. To nuts.
1: Beginning of the meals all the way to the end of the meal. Oh, I was thinking like nuts, like nuts and bolts.
0: I'm like, what the hell is soup? Like, like? do you like soup? <laughs> I never got that. Anyway, John Smith.
3: I would have said that soup and nuts are like completely opposites. I would have thought that that's the reason for it. But the, the beginning and end of meal makes more sense.
2: Now, uh, Ryan, do you ever put your nuts in the soup? Not if I can help it. Sometimes <laughs> it sometimes it happens, you know, out of the course of a mistake. But not if I can help it, I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. I anyway. did have
2: one thing, Al, though, before we get out of here
0: Yeah, sure, Ryan?
2: The Body Slam Brigade is currently at 4,389 subscribers This is going to be issue number 59 It's going to look unlike all the issues that came before It's totally different It's going to be really good I'm, uh, I'm very excited for this new format So nice. if you haven't subscribed, do subscribe If you've been a subscriber and not reading, do read it's when you're
0: sitting on the toilet on a Friday afternoon. That's all I do. I, I wait for noon to hit and I go grab a seat on the toilet and I read the Body Slam Brigade. There you go.
2: And here they are. I think
0: that'll do it for us this week. Everybody enjoy Hell in the Cell. Uh, there we go. Alexa Burst, good luck to you. Watch out for Shana. She, she's a grappler. She's a feisty one. You better watch out. Uh, Larry right. Steve, forever in our heart. Can we get Tegan tonight? Can somebody please let me know if Tegan comes out tonight? Like I said, I'll be defending New York. I'm actually not defending New York. They're down at Tampa, but I'll be watching hockey tonight. So somebody let me know if Tegan comes back. Tonight would be a good night for that. Johnny County, take it home.
1: Thanks for joining us. And as always, we wish you the best in all your future endeavors.
0: Yeah, I got so, nothing else to say at the end either. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just slipping on all these, these opens and closes and everything. I'm just slipping.
1: Working way too hard out. Eh?